0: Welcome to the amenophobia Podcast. Today on the podcast, I talk to Jaden. He is the first Australian man to be on the podcast kind of exciting um it's nice to have a couple more men on the podcast It's been uh woman heavy for a little while uh this this um this disorder is, is primarily in women, it feels like, but I've been meeting a lot more men with it. So that's really exciting. So um, if you're a man and you're listening to this podcast and want to reach out to me and come on the podcast, please let me know. I'd love to have you on here and get a different side of you from uh, the the, um, the men in the community. Um, but yeah, he is from Australia. It's super awesome to talk to somebody from a whole different country than the United States. Um we went over a lot about Australia and what it's like to live there and how there's spiders that literally gallop across the ground, and I kind of have to tell you that if you live in a nice cushy area and have a emetophobia, at least you don't have to worry about spiders running across the ground at you. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a really cool guy, really, really nice conversation we had. We, t- we went over a ton of topics, as I always do. Um, super uh, information-packed, value-packed podcast episode, so I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode.
1: Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, um, not much, man. I'm just sorry. I was just figuring out uh, this Zoom stuff again. I haven't been on it for a bit.
0: No worries, no worries. No, I just got back into it too. I uh, just recently started making the podcast episodes again, so it's been kind of weird, but hell yeah.
1: So how are you? I'm going good. Um, Nice and early here. I just had my morning coffee, so I'm feeling... Oh, I'm still pretty tired, but I'm, I'm feeling good, you know, feeling ready. The day is going to be probably... Oh, it's summer here. It gets really hot here in the summer, so I don't know. Hopefully, it's not too bad today. I can go to the, you know, do some stuff. Um, what about you? How are you going, man?
0: I'm um, good. I'm in the opposite boat, though. I live in Michigan, so it's freezing cold here and snowy and <laughs> terrible. But, uh, Shit. I know. I wish I could have the, the kind of weather you guys have down there, but that's awesome. No, I'm good. I'm, I've got some some new tea I just bought last night, this uh, uh d- a black cherry tea, man. It's fucking delicious. And oh, I need uh, to get the started- tea, man. Dude, you should. I I quit drinking coffee a long time ago. I quit caffeine completely, and uh, got into tea, just herbal teas now, and it's been amazing. You get the same like the hot coffee kind of feeling, you know what I mean? But it's just so much tastier, and there's so many different flavors.
1: It's not just like coffee all the time, you know what I mean? Sorry about my camera too. I don't even know where the thing is at the moment. Oh, no worries, no worries. No, I usually um, just
0: upload these to um, YouTube, but I'll just put the um, podcast logo over it and everything. So no big deal.
1: Oh, true. All right, fair enough. Thanks. Um. Yeah, like I, I, I had gin. I, we had ginger tea here. I live at home. I live with my grandparents, so I, 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 um, they buy random shit all the time. And I had that stuff. It was like a packet of. It was really good. Um, because caffeine, that cough, it just like it really fucks your stomach up, dude. Yeah, like I Big notice time. it makes me. It makes me feel so sick sometimes. I'm like, oh Jesus, and I just like mm-hmm. I go to the shop and I buy like a Red Bull and I'll be like, why do I feel like shit? And I'll keep drinking the thing, anyways.
0: Yep. No, I I get the same thing. Anxiety or your anxiety gets built up too with that caffeine. Like the
1: caffeine puts you in like oh, this yeah.
0: fight or flight feeling all the time. I hate it. I just not like that for sure.
1: Nah, mate, I mean I got to uh, kick that man. I only just recently kicked the cigarette, so I I, I got to get we oh, got to get rid of all of it, man. It's got to go. Yeah, it's tough. What do you do for work? Um, no. Oh, at the moment, I'm not doing anything. I'm just waiting for my brother to get back into it. Um, paint houses.
0: Okay, gotcha. gotcha.
1: Um, I don't really like painting that. I like the painting part, but the prep part is the hard shit. You know, you gotta gotta do like a day or two's worth of you gotta get everything right and perfect so you can actually paint. And he always gets to do the fun stuff because you know he's qualified, and I'm just um, yeah. laboring at the moment. Um, but I'd like to do. I'd like to get into more like a. I really want to do graphic design and video editing and stuff like that. It's kind of my my passion at the moment. I really like that sort of thing, but I've just been a bit lazy, I guess. But um, you know uh. I like super I can get weird. It
0: soon. I'm gonna butt in for one second. I painted houses for ten years, and I'm trying to get into graphics design and shit right now myself. So that's super odd that we're both. Oh no! Shit! Really? Holy pack. crap! Yeah, dude. For real. That's crazy. Super insane. What did no, you think I, of the
1: uh, Like, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Continue. Continue. Oh, I just wanted to say, what, what? What do you think? Like, did you feel the same with like prep work and stuff? Is just like kind of a pain in the ass, but the painting was like, it felt really good when it was finished.
0: Yeah, big time, and um. I worked for a guy who had been painting for like 35, 40 years. So I was like kind of his helper for a while and then kind of graduated my way up to like, you know, full-time actual painter with my own company, but I still worked under him. I just, I got my own companies for tax purposes. Um, But yeah, the first maybe three years, all I did was just the prep work. I did a lot of cutting in walls. It was a lot of like, Oh, go, you got to open a buckets of paint for me while I use the sprayer all the time to do all the, um, the primer and shit and then I'm, I'm just the roller guy constantly so yeah yeah he got the good jobs for sure but once i graduated up a little bit and did some more um painting it was it wasn't so bad towards the end there i got to start doing spraying a little bit more of like the finish work and the nice stuff so it's definitely a fun job and it pays well if you stay with it long enough like i, I was oh, yeah no pretty, definitely
1: yeah pretty well yeah so no uh, he gets um we did a job like four hour job the other day. We got it Oh, with well, last year now, but um, like about two weeks ago, and $400 like was for four hours of work was pretty like here. Dude, shit. I don't know what the, I don't know what the conversion rate is. I don't, I don't know if your guys currency is worth more than ours.
0: That's a tough I was, one. I don't know either. Honestly.
1: I I don't, I don't, I, I never figured it out. I don't, I mean, cause I, I don't know, but either way, you know, that doesn't really matter. But like, you know, it's it's good. It's fun. I just, um, I got a mad knot in my back too. Mm. Oh, sorry. I'm probably going to say a lot of things you won't get too, because we have a really, whack, really strange lingo over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm excited probably, for this conversation. Yeah, yeah probably sure. learn it. I'll probably, I could teach a few words that Australians use.
0: Yeah, dude, for sure. No, I'm excited. You're the first Australian to be on the podcast.
1: So that's exciting. I'm really keen, man. I've been listening since the start of last year. So like, I'm you know, like I found it and I was like, Oh, this fucking finally, man! And like, I was so glad you're a male too. I was like, this is just yeah. what, I, what I need right now.
0: I am a fluke for sure. No, that's a weird one. <laughs> um, let's get on that topic a little bit. Let's talk about your metaphobia and uh, kind of where it came from, maybe, or just tell your like a metaphobia story. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, we're recording already, are we? Yep, yep. We were recording the whole time. I I just record <laughs> oh, from the beginning.
0: I can edit whatever if we need to. Oh but... no,
1: that's all good. Yeah. Um. No worries. Well, basically, so, um, well, for starters, you had uh, did. When you realized you had it, did you did you notice that you did a lot of uh, obsessive things beforehand? The things you do like having antacids in your pocket or um, not wanting to be around people when you felt sick or... Oh, sorry about words too. I, I don't know what words I can and can't say. Um, I'll try this, to keep it... From uh, now
0: on, i have just used whatever you want, man. Like, because I'm trying to... Stop doing the whole censorship thing because I feel like it's almost hindering people versus helping them in a way. Like, because if you just are, yeah, if you're super afraid of words all the time, it's just going to continue to be a problem. So it's like, let's just get it out there a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent so.
1: agree, man. Um, but yeah, the, did you notice you did any of those things before you realized you had the phobia? Because um, I did a lot of that. Like I remember when I was a kid, man. I'm I'm 21 now, so mm-hmm. I was about. I reckon I was about. Oh shit, how old? Oh, about 10. Ten, maybe nine. Um, I went to McDonald's. I got uh, food poisoning off a Sunday ice cream. Mm. Just sick. Just one, one, one little bit. You know, it was a tiny bit. It was nothing. I just felt really shitty. You know, I didn't have any. I, I had no anxiety or anything like that at that age. But I remembered I associated that with seeing these uh, certain moving trucks. It was a, a branded truck. I don't. I don't remember the brand, but I remember I said to myself, like for months afterwards, I'd say if I see those trucks again like say four of them, um, I'm going to get sick again because I associate Mm -hmm. that with the same day, you know, like or a shirt you wear or just a general like feeling or a vibe of somewhere. Like I I associated so many things with all the times I was, you know, sick as a kid up until I was about 16 when I realized what was actually wrong with me. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I've been doing that my whole life. Like, And I still like there was a part of it. Even last year I did it. I had a black singlet I didn't want to wear because I had an anxiety attack and I was like, no, fuck that. You know, so I put the singlet back on, but I, I, I did that for a long time and I even started, uh, you know, using antacids, like, uh, we have these things called quickies. They're just a shitty little heartburn medication that don't really yep. work. Um, and I've, man, I've eaten a thousand of those things over the years <laughs> and it's just like, like they just, I never, like, I didn't even know what I had. Like, I reckon I started doing that when I was about 14 with the antacids yeah, and, um, because I dropped out of school really early because of that sort of a metaphobia stuff. I, I didn't even yeah. know what anxiety or depression or any th- any mental health sort of things were. I um didn't even know, you know, the phobias. I didn't even think they were a real thing. You know, like I didn't think people were actually deathly afraid of spiders or heights.
0: Yeah, I had the same exact thing happen basically where um I didn't I didn't think anybody could be that afraid and I did have those weird little things when I was a kid where I remember um, during a bonfire one night, um, we were burning plastic, and I was like ra- like a random chair or something. We threw the chair in the fire, and I remember breathing in the smoke. And that same night, I got sick. Like I slept in my oh, mom's that bed. Oh, shit stinks was, too. Yeah, yeah. I was a little kid, so I like I was really feeling nauseous. So I went and just like slept with my mom in her bed, and I just remember getting super sick in her bed. And so then after that, I couldn't sleep in her bed for a long time, and I also couldn't go around like campfires for a long. Even the smell of campfire made me really nauseous. And this was like way 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 before i ever found out that i had a so yeah i definitely had little kind of ticks here and there that i never realized same with food like with mcdonald's for instance the french fries would make my chest hurt and i'm not really sure why that would happen but it was like
1: every time i, I actually get that fries. too yeah I, I think it's yeah like no 100 i have
0: no idea why it happens but it was just like a, maybe an anxiety response or something but yeah it just made my like heart and my chest all hurt and stuff and i remember telling my mom that when i was a very very little kid and just, just weird little things like that. But then I remember before I like fully got the emetophobia, you know what I mean? Like when I f- fully felt like I had it a couple of years before that, I remember, you, do you know what the little frog in your throat thing is? Like where you kind of have that anxiety feeling?
1: Yeah, man. All the time. Yeah. I still yeah, get yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was getting that a couple of years before it kind of became more prevalent. And I started noticing that a lot more. And I was just like, dude, what is this? Like, why does it feel like I have phlegm in my throat all the time? And like, I just, you can't like hawk up a loogie or anything. You can't like get it out and so that oh, was like shit. the early signs yeah, yeah but yeah that was a tough one for me that shit and then once i got it and it started really getting worse then it was happening every single day and i was like dude this is getting really bad and then i also dropped out of high school uh, before i graduated so i never graduated high school and it was like it was just a big problem it was always a big problem so that
1: feeling yeah no i 100 percent with that man i get this i feel this like i felt the same thing like i got that back in grade like I don't know if you like our school systems are different, but or grades are still this like grade four five, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it still? Yeah. So grade four, I was about 10. I remember mm-hmm. the fucking, I remember the fucking day I walked in there and I felt that exact feeling in my throat and it just wouldn't go away. And I left and that yeah. was, that was anxiety, you know, that oh, was, yeah, that, was a, that was a, that was a phobia before it was a phobia. And I didn't know what, I wasn't really afraid of it then. I didn't, I, it just wasn't in my head, but like I couldn't get rid of that sick feeling. It was in my chest, in my stomach, in my throat. I was like, oh, fuck it. You know, I, I had to leave a couple times, uh, a couple days. And then I come back, I thought, I'll just, I'll just wait. I'll just wait it out. It'll be fine. I'm fine. It's yeah. not getting worse. It gets worse. And then you, I just exploded. I just, I was like, fuck this. I got to go. Like my, I nearly screamed. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to yeah. leave. And then, you know. Um, and then the same thing happened in high school, you know, the first day of year nine, I stood one foot in the school grounds and I just, I turned around, I couldn't Mm -hmm. do it. I I couldn't fucking do it. I was like, and I had no idea why I felt so like crazy. I was like, I felt like I was going insane. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what this shit was. I was, I I was like, why the hell am I myself? What's so like scary about this? And you know, I'm actually, I'm one of those people that have actually gotten sick with this phobia too. No way. Yeah. So that, um, It wasn't really that bad of an experience i can be honest about that but i wasn't bad then you know like uh, i this last year i got pretty bad now i'm pretty good i'd say i'm about 90 percent, you know recovered i can do basically everything yeah i'm not gonna go on a roller not gonna go on a roller coaster or anything because fuck that but you know i don't really care about that shit. i'd rather just be able to be you know free Mm -hmm. um but oh shit what did i say i lost my train of thought
0: you got sick with um, metaphobia.
1: Yeah, I I, I I forgot what I was talking about before that, so I'll just go with that story because that's probably a bit <laughs> more interesting for people and you. Because no um, you haven't actually gotten fully uh, with it, have you? What do you mean? Oh, no, 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 like I a-
0: haven't. No, I, I had a small bout of uh, like dry heaving recently with 4th uh, of July drinking, and that was the last time I drank, and it was a terrible experience, but I never actually got physically sick. I just had a couple dry heaves, and then I was just really nauseous the rest of the day, so yeah but that's no, close something like
1: that yeah no I, I when i was really bad at the start of last or like about april last year um i had one of those things too but it was from a fucking coffee mm. um like uh every now and again i noticed when i was drinking coffee like when i was working every day would uh, mess my stomach up a bit for some reason one day i'll drink it'll be fine the next day i could it just makes my stomach hurt and that happened uh last year in about april and i was really bad at that point and i remember I, I i couldn't even be in my room and my room has a door that goes straight outside onto a deck where mm. it's like peaceful and free or like and i couldn't even deal i had to run i ran down the the fucking thing and and just stood in the like because i live in a pretty secluded area i live in a small town um sure. i just stood in the trees you know i just i was walking pacing back and forth i was like my body was physically just forcing it like my head down to the ground like mm. it was so violent man it was so horrible but nothing actually happened but the right. time I did was back in two thousand and nineteen. Um, it was from orange juice that I. It was completely my fault. Um, I shouldn't have drank the fucking orange juice because it was in the fridge for like way too long, and I just didn't. But mm. I didn't pay any attention. Anyway, you know that happened. I just felt like shit. It happened. It happened a few times. It wasn't. It really wasn't that bad, you know. Like I tried to think when I was in that situation, you know. I, I tried to think, but it was a really nice day in the summer, you know. Yeah. It was a, It was a nice day outside. It was warm. Um, my sister was here, you know, once it happened, I, I, once once it's, I swear to, I swear, man, once it happens, you don't even care afterwards, but that, mm-hmm. that build up to it though, is just the, it's just the worst part. Like if there was no build up, if there was no nausea, if there was no, none of that sort of shit, I don't think this fear would exist.
0: Yeah. I, I gotta say that's what it is. Like I've been talking to a lot of people. There's a girl that um, runs that thrive program and she emailed me and talked to me a lot about this one day and basically said that. It's not the actual act of doing it that we're afraid of. It's just the buildup. It's the anxiety of getting up to that point. And that's hundred percent real. Cause like when I'm nauseous, that's when I'm super terrified. When I did the dry heaving, it was super traumatic for me. But right afterwards I was like, Whoa, like that was not that bad. Like that was really nothing. Like it only took like three seconds and now I'm back yeah, on my exactly. life again. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I so afraid of this? <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I was going to ask too. Do you think that um, it's changed your mindset on your metaphobia since you had those moments where that happened?
1: That definitely doing it then. I actually felt like um, back in 2019 when it happened, and I wasn't really bad. Like, I was, I was. it was in my head. You know, the phobia is always there. Yeah. Like, right. You know, you can't, I don't think you can fully get rid of it, but you can learn to live with it and, and it doesn't bother you most of the time. It's like, or you, you probably, maybe you can get, I don't know, man. I haven't, uh, you know, like, I can't say that. I don't want to, like, say anything, um, give any false information. But so I wasn't really bad at that point. I was, I was fine. After it happened, I actually was quite excited. I remember posting on my Snapchat story a phone in my face. I was all fucking pale and like sweating. Oh, no. I was like, just threw up for the first time in like, like uh, what I have many, six years or something. I was like, feels, feel fucking shit. But I'm like, that was so exciting. It, no. it was exhilarating, man. You, you feel, I felt like, I felt like normal you know like yeah yeah you know like because I everybody you know you just see them like when they drink like in Australian culture too it's it's really bad especially the part of like the part of town or the the area I live in like the state I live in like the culture here is just like insane like the people that like the clubs are just full of people they will just legit just like drink as much as they can and, and purposely make themselves sick outside go back in like there's dedicated tunnels you know, like outside gutters and stuff that people go to, to, to do exactly that. Like, wow. it's, it's really like, um, it's, it's violent, man. It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's like, it's scary. <laughs> I hate the mm-hmm. club and I hate the club scene in this, in this country. I just, it's not something that I like, but um, you know, each to their own. So like, it's, you know, that's what is normal here. Um, yeah. At least for where I live, you know, that at least a state at least that, cause I've haven't really been out of the state yet. Um, so like, you know doing that it made me feel like I was a part of the people again and not like an outcast you know someone that like because there's people that don't have this phobia haven't probably n- never been gotten sick their whole life yeah um yeah but being it you know being like a 19 year old or 20 or whatever um like it was it was weird I felt like you know people would tell their stories about when they drink and get sick and they laugh about it and you know they video it and put it on their Facebook for their birthday or something I shit. I'm can't like, imagine it's, I, it's I know crazy. it's horrible it's 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 horrible and I'm like like you guys are laughing at it. I'm just sitting there like like making up stories, you know, about the times I've gotten sick, like oh, I totally like last week i was I was wrecked, you know, like, and it was yeah. just a big lie just to fit in, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, so like doing that, it felt awesome, you know, like uh, it sounds so weird. It sounds like the biggest lie you could ever imagine, but afterwards i I, I promise like uh, depending what you why why it happened, mm-hmm. um, you generally would just feel great, you know, no, I get like,
0: it hundred percent. It's a relief, Super scary.
1: honestly, like the anxiety relief. It's just, it's just so fucking terrifying, but you know, like it's, um, I think, yeah, I, th- I I felt like really good afterwards and I'm, I've heard other people say that. So, you know, like I just, yeah, I think once you do that, like you get like you're free, like you, you've basically got to get out of jail free card for the next couple of years. Yeah. Get out of those chains as a little it, bit. That's you know, it, so, man. Like, as, strip as long as, as you yeah, as long as you keep on top of your mental health and stuff like it, if you do it or even if you don't, as long as you keep on top of that, man, it just, it'll stay away. You know, I let myself yeah. go and that's what happened to me. But um, yeah. So I got a question so, for you about Australia.
0: Um, I just, I don't
1: know really anything about
0: it other than that it wants to kill everybody there. So um. I had a <laughs>
1: snake in my yard today, a brown snake and they're like the second most dangerous snakes in the oh world. Oh my God. Dude. Also, yeah. We I, have like,
0: we have like one spider that's scary here. That's about it. So <laughs>
1: oh, dude, there's like, I'm pretty sure there's probably like one of those red back things under my. they're like, you like your black widow. Yeah, there's yeah. Probably one under my chair right now. It's, <laughs> it's very likely like just earlier, man, I had a huge spider on my fucking door. It's like the size of my hand. Like, dude, I, I'm not even just, ju- like, dude, like how sucks. do you deal with
0: that stuff? How do you just live there? And you're just like, no, nah, we're just living amongst the fucking spiders and snakes and poisonous <laughs> things and venomous
1: things oh sorry to like i'll let you i'll, I'll let you ask oh your no I, was, I, I just, was just wanted to tell you about yeah. like uh let me um, hear about it let me hear about it okay uh, so i was like i was sleeping with my um next to my girlfriend uh just in this house here and i fucking i turned over to to just you know go to sleep i was facing her um and my door was behind me you know like the outside door i have um and i fucking i felt this pinch on the back of my head and i go there's no fucking way so but i did the i propelled like i'm gonna treat it like it's a spider I fucking, I scraped up my head with the back of my hand. I pushed it up and I jumped out of bed at the same time. And I fucking, I turned the light on and it's a massive fucking wolf spider just on the pillow. And I was like, holy oh oh shit. God. I can't believe that asshole just bit the back of my head. Just for no like, reason. He's serious? Yeah, no reason. Dude, I did not instigate <laughs> nothing. And I made her kill it. Like, I hate spiders. I won't deal with that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, what was the, uh, what did you want to know? Like,
0: I, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to ask you about like the, healthcare system there in australia are they pretty accommodating as far as therapy goes and mental health or are they pretty like just get the fuck out of here here's some pills and go like how are they there in australia
1: uh my doctor specifically um is is kind of like that but he's it's he's it's hard because he's from a different he's um a different uh well uh, ethnicity is that sure yep. word to use i suppose you know he's just he's not um not first language is in english and i don't get i don't think he understands completely he's a really good doctor though but with yeah. mental health stuff i don't think he's had that much experience in that sort of thing um we do have a lot of we do have um well we have free health care and stuff oh, like that cool. we don't we don't we don't pay we don't have to pay massive bills if we go to the emergency stuff and stuff like that it's um so the health like the for like physical and stuff like that's pretty good um i think we lack behind in the mental health sort of thing there is a lot of uh there's a lot of uh non non not-for-profit groups like uh, like there's like blokes their mental health or the state brotherhood or whatever like there's a lot of for, for males specifically too I wish it was just for everybody but um, yeah. there's the non--for-profit ones feel like they do a better job at uh, being there for the people that need it more than the therapy does we have like headspace and stuff which is um, like a specific thing where I live I'm not sure if they branched out and they're like everywhere around the country or worldwide or they just here. Yeah. Um, but I've been, I was with them for a long time. It just felt like the, I told him what I had, I told him the fire emetophobia, like, and I was with that, the lady, um, we just, we never got to meet because of uh, the COVID stuff. Um, but we did, oh, we did meet once she come here once, which was um really nice of her to do that since it's a half an hour drive from the city. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so they, they put the effort in, they definitely care. It's just, she, she didn't mention the fucking phobia once and um, I wasn't sure if she was playing playing it down so I felt like it wasn't such a big thing or mm-hmm. she just like genuinely had no fucking clue and I'm right. going to guess she had no idea because it's not it's not her fault like I can't expect her to understand and know about something that's so like you know hidden and uncommon because like people don't really want to talk about it because well I guess you know it's just a thing like I never wanted to talk about it like I I never told a soul you know I, right, I, right. I no one no one ever knew I had to tell my girlfriend and some uh friends some well not really like a, one or two friends and some close family that was about because I couldn't hold it in anymore. <laughs> like I felt like I was going to explode, you know?
0: Yeah. No, it's good to talk um, about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. It's, that's why I was, I'm so excited to talk to you. Like, because I've never talked to anyone else, a real person that's had this before. Like it felt like, you know, like with actual like words and not just like, you know, typing messages and stuff. It's it's really nice, man.
0: Yeah. No, we have a very similar story too. It's kind of crazy. Like the childhood and then going into the more adult years. Um, I wanted to talk to you about what was it like when you talked to your girlfriend about this and your friends were they accommodating? Were they helpful or were they just kind of like, well, everybody just doesn't like to throw up, man. Like, what did they say to you when you, when you told them?
1: Yeah. That's the classic line, isn't it? They mm-hmm. always say that sort of shit. Um, yeah. friends, it was really, it was, um, I don't talk to them anymore because uh, I guess they just uh, do their own thing. Now it was like, um, when was it? I was, it, uh, oh, I was around the time when I got really bad and like April around there. Um, I told a couple people, uh, they didn't seem to like, they acted like they care. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. You know, like with your actions and what you do and stuff. And then yeah. they just, they just kind of dropped it. And, um, my girlfriend, she doesn't have a single clue what anything like that is like. It's not her fault. She's never had to deal with like mental health sort of things. She doesn't even sure. have anxiety. She's never, it I think is. she's had one anxiety, like a panic attack once in her life. Cause I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone's going to have something like that event, like one day, you know, it's a, Yeah, of but, course nothing like that so she she basically just has to trust everything i say and i mm-hmm. assume it's really hard for me cuz um we actually have a kid Oh really Yeah um he was born in April too um he's about 8 months old now uh it's oh. it, it was hard. it's that's why it was around the hardest point cuz like having a kid and like going through this sort of shit is is very difficult Yes yeah, um, so I've, ha- I've already had to de- already had to deal with the stomach bugs shit once which was um yeah. really hard but we got through it you know mm mm-hmm. Mhm um, Did she have any
0: morning sickness at all? When she oh, was yeah, pregnant?
1: tons, man. It was awful.
0: How was that for you? Was that traumatic or was it? Because I remember my ex also got pregnant at some point um, and she got a lot of morning sickness. And it was, for me, it was almost like, positive experience i'm like hey it's a little bit of exposure therapy it's a little bit of hey that's that's my kid and my ex and everything's there like it's it's not just some random person i did that you know what i mean so it's like yeah 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 it's just like a more it's a different situation you know what i mean you're almost comforting versus being afraid of it in my opinion yeah and
1: you know it's it's not and you know it's not going to get you sick yeah it can't do anything to you you know like so uh, yeah it's 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 i think it's um it's positive if you can deal with it and like i never really had to deal with it because um, she would uh, generally leave in the morning to go back to her parents' house to, like, I don't know, have a shower or whatever. If she felt mm-hmm. sick, she generally just left, I guess. She wanted to be, like, you know, more comfortable at her house because who the hell wants to be out when they feel right. sick, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know normal people that were, like, well, I shouldn't say normal people, Just people that don't have emetophobia a, a that want to be out. You know, you just want to go home. So I mm-hmm. guess she, most of the time, yeah, she, she left. I never had any experience with that. Um, but I know she was pretty. it was pretty violent for her, you know, and she also gave up smoking too. She dropped him. Absolutely cold, you know, That's went good. from smoking 15 cigarettes to none. So, I'm guessing the withdrawals were probably a big part mm. of that. The yeah. nicotine withdrawals. So, I'm, a, I'm maybe, you know, if it happened again, I'm, I'm she probably might not even get sick. You know, I don't know. They gave her a really good um, anti emetic. So, once they gave her those, she was she was sweet.
0: That's good. good
1: um, I, also, my my favorite, it really, my favorite, I can't say it was really that bad at that point. It only started getting bad at the start of last year um mm-hmm. and then before that it was I was about three years gone gone good from when I was like I don't know 16 um from like I don't know ever since I was a kid basically um and you know kind of went away at that point for like a couple of years so yeah like the start of last year was a real bad point so the um all that morning sickness stuff it was it was pretty easy to deal with just because I didn't have to see it I guess um if I did it probably yeah. would have sparked up some uh, internal uh things that I didn't deal with um sure. when I should have
0: yeah mine was it was brutal like we lived in a smaller trailer together so um like I couldn't get away from her at all so every morning I had to get up at like 6 a.m and she's already in the bathroom and it's just like intense loud noises and I'm like dude That's, I uh, just... the noise is horrible oh uh, every morning too it was like right before work now I just got to start my day with all of these you know guttural like nasty noises I'm like dude I just can't imagine so yeah that was fun but it was it was a kind of a form of exposure therapy for me and it was like at this point, I was really on the road to my recovery at that point. So it kind of helped me out versus being uh, negative for me, because then I'd leave for work. And I'd be like, hey, it's a positive experience. She's going to be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Like, it's going to be okay. So good with life. So and I think that was like, uh, what happened with my anxiety is the more you can face the fears and then live through them and then uh, portray them as a positive thing in your head, the better that life gets for you and a lot easier with the anxiety. So that's what I've learned at least over the years. 100%
1: 100% ma'am. yeah I've learned a lot yeah, yeah. from um, all of this even just physically and and mentally like uh, I noticed how many things really fuck with your stomach and your mind you know that even just mm-hmm. the food we eat you know like when you eat garbage you just feel like shit and um, I'm yeah. still pretty bad with it you know I, I still eat a bit of fast food here and there I eat I ate a lot of meat Um, I need to you know I need to clean my diet up but like because of where I am in my my journey here like with the anxiety and the phobia and stuff like i feel shit a lot but i don't address it i I feel you yeah i don't give it attention i try not to and usually it's feel shit because it's most most of it's anxiety you know like because my body's pretty used to this crap i know i'm gonna have to drop it soon and get you know get really healthy because i want to you know like i want to start like uh riding again and stuff like i like you know bikes and skateboarding i need to be healthy for that hell yeah Um, buddy (laughs) you know so like um like, I'd feel like they're, they're not addressing it part and not trying to like be like, I feel shit, but I'm still going to do it anyway. Yeah. I think you know, I'm, like,
0: I'm soon enough, I'm going to be writing an article about because um, I've switched over completely to vegan. Uh, I'm only eating fruits and vegetables occasionally. I like I to eat, try that. Yeah. Occasionally, I eat some uh, sushi, which is like my last little vice of meat, which is just imitation crab. So it's like not the worst thing in the world, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh,
0: but yeah, I do three smoothies a day usually if I can, uh, just fruits and vegetables all mixed together. And then I only drink tea, no more caffeine, no more processed sugars, no more chips, no more oils, none of that stuff, like no fast food, nothing. And since I've done that, my anxiety has gone to almost nothing. My depression is all like completely gone. Um, being social with people is a lot easier now. I'm not so like You know, I have a lot more confident in myself when I talk and a lot more confident in public when I have to talk to people, no more weed, no more alcohol, no more nothing, like just only what earth is going to give me to eat. That's kind of what I try to put in my body. And I try to make it so that all my garbage can go in the garden as a compost pile. You know what I mean? That's kind of the the goal. So I like um, that, man. It's an exciting way to live life. It's very hard to do. And I am I think what happens is we get anxious and depressed. And when you're anxious and depressed, you crave sugar and salt because your body wants to feel comforted. But those things are going to make you feel worse and make the anxiety and depression worse. Um, So it's kind of a vicious cycle we get into and then you get into like the nicotine and the weed and the alcohol and that doesn't help either. So then we mix all those things together and then we sit and wonder why we feel like shit all the time. And I think that was what I used to do as well. I used to eat Burger King every day and, you know, go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of fried chicken and just shit like that. And now that I've switched over to this diet, my life has completely changed along with meditation and going for morning walks and spending more time in nature and doing the things I want to do. That's kind of what has really changed my life for the better. And I almost have like no emetophobia problems at all anymore like it doesn't happen i don't i can't even get a stomach ache because like the worst thing that happens is i get too full last night i ate two bags of cherries and i got a little nausea because i was just (laughs) full as shit of cherries you know like it was just but i felt fine still like everything was okay so you know you're gonna be all
1: good you you, you yeah you'll feel sick for a bit but then you'll be sweet yeah it it would be good i like that i like that man i like i especially like the fact that you want like the things you uh you want like you can put them like back into the compost and stuff like that i like that dude i really do yeah. I, I really fuck with that man i like that's real good i it's really called want a whole to get foods into
0: that. diet whole food vegan diet that's what i tried to, i definitely like, get, need to try
1: them. i need to try some different do- like uh, probably that uh specifically because um, i'm just you know like I, you get tired of just feeling like crap and sleep pattern gets shit because you just have yes. caffeine and all this crap like i remember mcdonald's is the first the 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 the, the, the panic attack that sent me spiraling back into this was because i had mcdonald's and i laid down after i ate it and you know obviously you can you can guess what happened there you get bloated you you acid reflux you feel like shit and i was taking uh i just started antidepressants um um that i shouldn't it was my fault for because i asked for them i said i was on them once before i said hey you know uh, to my doctor can i i you know i was experiencing some anxiety and depression um, anxiety due to having a baby. I was like, "Fuck, how am I going to pay for this?" And depression mm-hmm. just due to I lost my job. So right, uh, right. it was a pretty bad time, anyways. Um, so I got these antidepressants again. Long story short, I only I only I only took them for nine days, and I I, I felt like I went insane. Uh, I bet because they, you know, like I don't. Have you ever been on any like uh, antidepressants or anything like that?
0: Never. No, I've I've always um, either tried to change my diet or find what's wrong in my life before I have to go to that moment. I did have a moment where I thought about it but I looked at the side effects and I just don't like the idea of having something kind of control my life in a way like that, where my only happiness is derived on the fact that I'm taking a medication. So that just, for me, it was kind of like a no-go. I just didn't want to go that route, but I know it helps some people, but just in my opinion, I wasn't about the whole I agree, anxiety no, I, medication. I totally sure. agree, man.
1: I, um, I, I didn't like the idea of, um, because they take, they can take like up to like two, two months to fully like start working properly. And in that time period, uh, while well, that information might be incorrect it could be a month it could be two i don't know completely yeah, but I get you. in that in that time frame it really it, you got highs and massive lows and you are just all over the fucking joint and i um i experienced that nine days in i couldn't i went from being able to just do anything to not being able to leave my house yeah. in nine days and i i fucking stopped him i said no nah, and it can take um even you're gonna take about the same amount of time for your brain to just get back to normal, even after so you know not so many tablets. So that time period is just you know shit. So taking those, I reckon, I believe that's what caused me to spiral back into this again. Yeah. Um, and this whole time I've just been able to like, I've just been trying to be like, you're not gonna experience the same anxiety and depression you had then because you're not on those tablets and your brain, you're back to normal, dude. You just gotta like, you gotta be normal again. You, you're yeah, all right It's really <laughs> it's all it's good, just- you know
0: keeping that diet in check, the sleep. Um, and then it really, it's the self growth thing that's been helping me the most lately. It's like, I do, I, I'd spend an hour a day learning a new skill. So it's like, I'll just hop on a podcast, random ass podcast. I'll just be like, all right, I want to learn like yesterday, I'm trying to post more blog posts to my website. So I went on a, po- on a podcast and listened about what it's like and how to write the best blog post. what it's how to monetize a blog post, how to do this, how to do that. And I learned it was, it was more like four and a half, five hours of learning that because I'm at work <laughs> all night. So I just podcast it away but um back to the topic about mental health a little bit i don't want us like i'm not a doctor not a mental health therapist none of that stuff but here in um united states in colorado they recently legalized magic mushrooms so psilocybin mushrooms oh shit and they've been doing a lot of research on those to help with anxiety and depression in very small quantities and small doses yeah micro so yeah. So I don't want to say I suggest to do that, but if you, if anybody out there wanted to do a more natural route and you, uh, you know, maybe if it's legal in your state, you know, quotations around that, um, (laughs) try to find maybe very small quantities of magic mushrooms as a, you know, as a, um, replacement for anti-anxiety medications, just to try it out. Um, it's been something that I've been looking into for a long time myself, because I like the natural, Things and if they come from the earth, then obviously it's something that was here made for us. So, in my opinion, it's something that we are supposed to be taking in a way, but that's just my opinion. And nobody has to take that opinion, it's just a thought. And it's just interesting that instead of taking all these medications for anti anxiety, um, just trying a very small dosage of magic mushrooms I mean, a small amount, very, very micro, yeah, yes. So, just a a thought for sure.
1: I do like that idea. I haven't talked to anyone that's tried that before, but I I, I know a lot of people that have done. Like fuck loads of them. I, 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 mm-hmm. I um I've got a like I had a friend that like took a whole like a, a like a little bag like the size of your hands. Like he ate the whole thing and was was like yeah. he was real messed up. But he was like, oh you know I picked him myself. I got him from along this river here. Like they were and the oh, wow. was, like five minutes a day. <laughs> but they're not legal. Like that stuff isn't legal. Like they've um they've made uh, even nicotine uh, vape juice illegal here. Yeah, I've heard about have, that. Yeah, you, you have to get I a prescription to get it. Yeah. No way. That's I insane. Did, It's, it's, the laws here are just, uh, it's real, it's real bad because they don't, I guess they just don't want to have to release all the people that are in, in jail for like minor drug charges about like, you know, marijuana, like they had like a gram in their pocket or something. Like they're very strict here. It's, it's kind of annoying, you know, because a lot of that stuff, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, they don't lock up the people that are doing say like meth and stuff like that. You know, they're going crazy around the area, but the people that get caught with like a gram of weed in their pocket, they're straight and, you know yeah jail, but, you, you yeah. guys
0: live in the best place ever to grow it too that's the insane part
1: <laughs> yeah i know i yeah, i know right it's like it's just oh it sucks but you know we'll get there one day uh, i think yeah. they're trying to like uh, that cbd and stuff like that i'm pretty sure it is legal if it's not well i guess that's you know too bad for them because they yeah, got my cbd um,
0: hat on right now fresh coast hemp <laughs> oh, i love it <laughs> no i'm in michigan so everything's legal here man like 100% legal you can go to the store and buy weed and up to two ounces a day and it's very just normalized now, and that's uh, fucking awesome. It's pretty cool, and I think that once Australia figures some shit out, they're gonna realize there's a lot of money in this. And um, like, Colorado's basically paying for most of its taxes just through weed. You know what I mean? They're paying a lot of their, um, they're I think they're even like getting new things for their citizens just on the taxes that are being made from the cannabis. And a lot of that goes back to schools and the police force and the firefighters and a lot of people who really need that money to keep their things going in the public, the weed is paying for that. So it's kind of crazy to think about like, it's a, it's a huge cash crop that nobody wants to double down on because they're very afraid to do it. And it makes their state and their country look, you know, like a, you know, it's a drug Lord now, but at the end of the day, like it's just a plant It grows in the earth all natural. So I don't necessarily condone it. I don't smoke weed anymore. I think it wasn't helping my anxiety. Never really helped me with my emetophobia. It almost made me more nauseous half the time. Yes, I um, mean, man. But uh, I think that for some people, sure, it can help. Um, I think that in certain ways, maybe in more of a like medication way versus just like smoking straight up weed or doing dabs. I think maybe a tincture style or some sort of like herbal tea or something that's made with cannabis is a lot more beneficial to you than just straight smoking weed all the time. But just my opinion, but it's just, uh, it works differently for everybody. Just for me, it wasn't the biggest idea. And I never, never really condone people with emetophobia to smoke weed. Cause I've just noticed it really has never helped anybody I've met with emetophobia.
1: No, nah, no, nah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, it didn't really work for me that great with anxiety. It, it actually pushed me into like a major panic attack once, but that was yeah. my fault. Cause I got so fucking like, I've had so many good memories, you know, smoking and stuff, but like, is that when it like, say like, um, cause, uh, I have, um, I have a sister with a cystic fibrosis, Mm -hmm. um i'm not sure if you know what that is or not it's a a pretty it's a basically just shuts down all your organs and packs your lungs and stuff i I don't know that much about it i should know a bit more um but she's been very sick since you know birth and she's um been in and out of hospital her whole life with that sort of thing um but she uh she started uh she started this uh the oil the cbd oil there you go. I think that's what it I don't know much about it. Um, I just know that it really fucking helped her. And she had a trial drug come over from the US, actually. And she was one of the only people here that got to try it first. Like, you know, it was on oh, trial and cool. stuff. Um, and it basically made her lungs work um, up to where mine would. You know, healthy, normal. Yeah. And she's like, now she can smoke freely and stuff. Because um, I don't know what the le- the legality of it is, but uh, she seems to be able to get her hands on it. Um, oh, shit. And She hasn't, you know, so I think, even if it's not, who cares? They're not going to find her anyways. But, you know, like... Um, just shit like that. I think like the laws with it are just stupid, man. As you said, like they're just Australia just really needs to get on board. We're so fucking behind it, yeah. you know. With everything, it's just it's just ridiculous.
0: No, and I really like the whole CBD side of things. That's kind of where I'm at now. Is because I've been into the cannabis industry before, where I used to grow a lot of weed when I was younger, and I, I did it when I was a little older, and um, things became legal, and you could have 12 plants in your own house now, and it's like kind of like shit. oh shit, like why not? You can have 12 plants I can't even have a Seed want. in
1: my pocket right
0: yeah so i was like well, I might as well take advantage of this and try to grow because i'm a, i love growing plants in general not just weed but everything like i always have had a lot of plants in my life it's something i've always wanted to do as a business one day but um uh, i really like the cbd aspect of things i just think that a lot of the cbd products they sell nowadays are like 200 milligrams when you need like 2000 you need a lot of cbd to make it work and that's the big thing yeah. Is like you need a ton of it and nobody wants to put that much cbd in anything and a lot of the cbd they're using for these products a very low grade cbd it's kind of like the yeah, extra shit left over shit. yeah so that's what i have a problem with those types of things but a really good supplier of cbd selling really good cbd like either the capsules or the oils or anything like that definitely helps a lot my mom's been into this for a long time as well she makes like a salve that you put it's like a lotion you put on your arms it makes your arm go numb it's like oh shit insanely strong stuff and it doesn't get you high but it's a very like you have like muscle pain or if you have anything like you bang your elbow on something and you just rub that on your elbow makes your whole elbow go numb doesn't pay no pain at all makes you feel great it's like a nice soothing calm effect so i'm really into that kind of stuff i do like the the herbal aspects of of plants and things because they are really good another one that i've been into a lot lately is dandelion root dandelions themselves have been kind of portrayed as a negative thing forever because they're a weed by you know scott's turf guard or whatever And, um, so they sell a product that kills dandelions. So they obviously want to make you feel like dandelions are not good for your yard, but in all reality, the roots are super beneficial uh, herbal wise. And I have uh, dandelion tea right now in my teacup. So, um, it's super good for digestion. Um, it can help with anti-cancer effects. So it has like a, it can help with cancer and stuff. So there's just a lot of, um, good stuff and herbs that we don't really look into sometimes. And it's just fun to like learn about what grows on the earth naturally that we've always said is a terrible thing for us. So just interesting shit for sure. I
1: like that, man. I like your perspective on all that stuff. I really like, I'm, I, I'm a man of nature myself. I'm just not as, I, I should be more into it. You know, I love the fucking, just the way, even just the way that the trees and shit moves, like I'm more into way- yeah. the way things look. But like I'd love to get into grow, like I I want to get into lawn care and stuff like that. I love like mowing the grass and I love gardens that are kept nice. You know, like that's why I love my yeah. place here. You know, I'm I'm afraid to ever leave this place, and I know I'm got I'm I'm gonna have to soon, but it's gonna be really sad, you know, because it's just gorgeous out here. I just love. You know, we have what I've, I can see like a fucking rabbit out there, just, or a hare, but it's basically, you know, same shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just hopping around the yard and I have a bunch of birds out there waiting for me to throw like a bit of toast or whatever I have for breakfast so I didn't finish out the window, you know, like, it's just gorgeous, man. Like, I love everything to do with all nature. And it's like the one thing, I think the biggest thing that's helped me through this all, yeah. and the second biggest thing I will tell you is that episode you did um, titled, "If if you're having a bad day with your metaphobia, listen to this yeah it's only eight eight minutes long man but that that fucking shit has been on repeat in my headphones for the last eight months dude that's awesome i was really hoping
0: that would help somebody out
1: oh man when i found that like i was at my worst when i found your podcast and i listened to every episode in the one night i i had to i was like uh, when i found that one that shit is in my spotify at the top of my thing saved right there you know like i I, i've i've listened to it in supermarkets like just waiting in the line i'm like all right all right, I'll wait in the line. And then you fucking forget that you've got even anxiety. Like if you, there's too much shit going on. And then by the time you, you remember you're, you're anxious and you want to leave, yeah. you're up at the counter, you know? And That's that awesome. And that shit has I'm, helped me through I'm going to, I'm so going to be
0: making another episode here soon. Uh, part two to that kind of a little more in depth and a little bit more helpful, hopefully. So
1: I love that shit. I love it, man. It's, it's yeah. just even like, I, cause I, um, I don't, I, I don't know if you, how much you want to talk about like, uh, the stuff like with that, but, um, I, I, uh, uh, fuck, jeez. Um, (laughs) I, um, I, so I I live like about 30 minutes away from the nearest town, like the nearest city. And this Mm -hmm. town I live in now, it's really beautiful, gorgeous, all that. But it's only good for it's got one shop with the the food and stuff you want and a takeaway shop and like a a bar and stuff like. So it's got boring stuff, but it hasn't got essential things like clothes stores, big uh, supermarkets uh, like, you know, Target and all that sort of shit. So like it hasn't got the essential stuff like the really, well, it's got like the shop, so that's essential. But the rest of that crap doesn't need to be there. So it's a half an hour drive and I couldn't leave my house, man. I developed agoraphobia. Mm. alongside my emetophobia and i was like i oh, was yeah. really screwed a lot of it. people
0: do a lot of people do
1: it's hand in hand man i didn't mm-hmm. even realize how like it's just like I, i'd have a panic attack just walking to the mailbox yeah you know i i couldn't i couldn't do it and i end up selling my car I, I bought this uh pc you know like just to, so i could lock myself away and i realized that's stupid yeah. i can't do this anymore so i i fucking got in the car and I put your that episode on that I just told you that that one there specifically, and I listened to that thing on repeat the whole way there. I went to the Macca's drive-through because I just wanted to see if I could do it. And I got wow. McDonald's. You know, that's I, really I, cool to hear,
0: man. That's really really cool to hear. I'm really I excited mean, you, you, you
1: got yeah. I hope you know like that, that that shit that that episode specifically has helped me so fucking. I don't think I would have been able to do it without that. You know, honestly.
0: And that's why I'm really excited to be able to do this podcast because. Um, people like you, everybody that's been messaging me on my Instagram, I've been getting nothing but overwhelming positive feedback from this. And I get like probably 10 to 20 messages a day of people just being like, Hey, I just found your podcast. I want to thank you for doing this. This is so awesome to raise awareness for that. And I'm just like, for me personally, it doesn't feel like I'm doing very much. I just feel like I'm having a conversation with somebody and putting some podcasts out there so people can listen. But it's been like super helpful to most of these people that listen. And I just, I'm, I'm, it's it's hard for me to fathom sometimes how helpful it actually is because it's it's really exciting deserve, to do this.
1: Yeah, no, you deserve the, like whatever whatever thing, anything, every thanks, you know everything you get like every good word you get out of people from this, you deserve it, man, because like it can be the difference between someone's someone's life, you know, like when you when you're feeling so fucking lost, like as I was, and I didn't yeah. think I could go anywhere. When I found your your podcast, it, it drove me to go further because I realized like. This dude sounds like me. He's, you know, like we're we're a lot a lot more alike um, than I figured. I realized at the start, you know, with how yeah. like your story about when you lived in the um, what, what the what would you call it, a trailer trailer park or yep, yep. something or just a trailer or whatever you. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to like no, it was not, a trailer yeah, park. things, right? Yeah, like that 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 point in your life, and I feel like that's the type of shit you look outside and then everything you feel like crap when you wake up. You look outside, it's raining. Everything's just shit and depressing. And like like I like I felt that. That's what I felt mm-hmm. the whole year. And like. You know, like that's why I like, I don't mean to like, I'm not trying to like, you know, like uh, I probably keep going on about it, but like that, that the podcast, man, it's just like, it's a literal lifesaver, you know, like, and I, I I always, I kind of hoped like I was really worried about like just your mental health in general with it as well, because like, I feel like when you want to get away, you don't want to constantly be reminded of something that has haunted you for so fucking long, but you still do it and it yeah. might bring up memories with you but or it might not like you like as you said you're pretty good so like you know it might not bother you but like i feel like if i did this it probably would maybe like you know bother me a little bit bringing um like the phobia in up because i try not to think about it but like you still do that for people man like you you're a voice yeah. for the people like that don't want to speak up and it helps me they...
0: it helps me a lot because um with emetophobia we always tend to run away from things and i've been running away my whole life man like constantly from everything every problem i have like i have a doctor's appointment set up for like a couple weeks from now to get some stuff figured out i've been having some chest pains i have a pain down in my lower right oh, side that appendicitis
1: which... sort of thing that scares I, the fucking oh, i don't i
0: don't think it's appendicitis because i went it's, it's been nah, happening it for be, like nah. 10 years 10 years i've had this pain so i don't know if it's just uh intestinal problems with, I, I just don't know. That's why I'm going to go get it checked out, but I've been so afraid Three for years, so long. Man, yeah. So I I've been so afraid for so long to go to the doctor. And I finally made an appointment because my girlfriend was like, Hey man, like I'll go with you. I'll take the day off work. Let's go together. Um, I'll take you in. I'll be your support. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. Like, this is the time. Cause I'm starting to get healthier. Now my mind is changing. Um, I'm getting into more positive mindset about myself and like, I almost for a while there I had this moment where i'm just like i just accepted the defeat i'm like i might just have a heart attack and die like i don't know what's going to happen but there's just no way i'm going to go to the hospital i'd rather just die from this like whatever i don't know why i had that thought it was kind of a stupid thought but now the hospital scare the shit out of me oh yeah big time but like my girlfriend and i have been talking about having a kid And we've been talking, we're going to get ourselves a travel trailer and hook it to a truck. And we're going to leave and go move and live in that thing. And I'm like, I cannot have health problems if I'm going to be living that kind of life. So I just want to get this shit figured out. I just need an answer. Like, I just need to be like, hey, you're fine. You just have anxiety. You need to calm down. Everything's okay. I I did insulation for a year. So I was like constantly doing this and like spraying walls and with this heavy gun. So I might've pulled a muscle in my chest and that could be what this problem is but I've also got the pain in my lower abdomen. So I'm just like, do I have fucking cancer? Do I have like, you know, it's just like, I, I, your your mind goes to a million different things. It's, and it's so just, bad. I, got, oh, no, I just, yeah.
1: I need to fucking know what it <laughs> is before
0: I go out and do this shit. That's so,
1: the, it's the biggest, like, you just need a fucking answer. Like that that, yeah. that pain in the lower abdomen thing has like literally, oh my God. Like I, I I have been to the doctors so many fucking times for this shit and I refuse blood tests every time. Like, no, nah, I don't want it. I don't want to get it. That's what oh, I'm, I'm getting is sick.
0: blood tests, dude. I'm doing it. I'm going to do and it it's scary
1: it. dude that you got balls man but like i'm, I'm saying that now i hate needles dude i'm covered in fucking tattoos like i should i wish yeah. i had my camera and i'd show you some of them but like um like you know i'm definitely they always laugh at me and i'm like yeah it's funny yeah. <laughs> i know like uh, you know haha I right like it's it's funny because like i'm definitely afraid but like i you know i want to go get that blood test man that you're doing that is making me feel like fuck it if he can do it i can go do it too you know yeah like, i'll let you know it. be good. I'll, I'll make a video
0: about it man or something i'll, I'll post it, yeah, I'll do do it. Okay, yeah, just, yeah just go do it you know with your channel and
1: stuff, yeah, that that'll be good for content like purposes, man. Like it'll be really yeah. helpful, you know. Cause you you're in that um. Oh, sorry, I forgot to like the like the lower pain and you're like. That sucks. I have like I get for like a week it hurts, like mm-hmm. but it's beside your belly button. And it just like for, for me anyway. Like for like a week, it's just constant, and you're pressing there, and you're like you keep pressing it, it just hurts more because you're pressing on it. Like, yeah, I do it I, so I much, and then is. like because I, I do it on it the really other is. side too I, I press the other side like directly in line with it i'm like sure, it's, if it's symmetrical it can't be like fucking appendicitis or something right. i'm like just trying to make excuses it hasn't i been gotta yet, say
0: so. if it's appendicitis it would have already got you man like it oh, happens yeah, quick it's like a weak thing so uh what i've been told i went to the hospital um a couple of years back and got a, a cause I was having some pains that were so bad. I was like, dude, something's going to happen. Like I got to go shit. get this ship. And I went at like four in the morning after work, I worked at a restaurant and I had my boss drive me over there. And like, this is full blown. Like I was in the worst part of my metaphobia stages of my life. And I still went there because I Fucking was that hell. scared. Like I was terrified that my appendix was going to burst and I was going to die. So I went to the hospital and they just told me I was, I was constipated. 13 pounds of fecal matter was stuck inside. my intestines. And so they gave me a bunch of, um, Uh, laxative it's like a uh, liquid laxative that you drink it's like a gallon of this shit so i drank all that and for the next two days i could not get off the toilet and i had to miss work (laughs) and i had the worst stomach ache in my entire life because of that and Uh, after that the pain did go away so now that's what i have to say is maybe it's just um you know a constipation situation for you like because I, I have that's a what bad it, diet I,
1: man yeah it's probably yeah, likely
0: you know i think so because it's like now that i'm on the fruit and veggie diet like it's it's rarely happens it's only when i eat a ton of food in a day then i get that little pain there but it's not very bad in, anymore at all like it used to be way worse whereas like a sharp like super intense pain that would happen a lot but and it would it would also happen in my back like in the same part where oh, yeah, like, the yeah, front, right you can push them back yeah. and yep. it would happen yeah so yeah you might have the same got, thing like- i got going on
1: pulled muscles yeah. or something man like I've done a little heavy like heavy lifting in my life I've always been concerned it's a hernia or yeah um, like why the fuck does everything have to happen in that spot why can't it just be right. something normal like I hate it so much but like yeah you're like, you know like you're probably right like I haven't felt that there for a while you know like um, my I, I say goes, my diet's yeah. bad yeah it's like um my, I'm eating better than I, I'm not eating so much shit like I haven't had takeaway for a while like I'm I'm still eating meat and stuff so I feel like pretty fatigued sometimes after I have big meals but like diet is getting better you know exercise is like one of the biggest things for me too like getting once i realize, once i get out of there and get out of the fucking house and like just lift the weights or go to the yeah. skate park and go you know go smash your shins on your bike you i'm a big cares. skateboarder
0: like, too man if you ever want to see some of my skateboarding stuff it's skateboarding is lame on instagram that's all my i make videos and everything so
1: i'll check that out right i'm gonna check it yeah, out after this. i love it man like 12 my years of is just like, yeah. That's dope, man. I wish I could. I mean, I can be like. I can't even. I tried to drop in the other day on my skateboard, and I was fucking fell down the half pipe. I was like, oh shit, fuck it." Oh, you know what? Shit. So I, I got back on my bike, but like, I love, I love both of them. You know, I was even a bit of a yeah. scooter guy for a while there. I was really yeah, good because it, it was, it was because it was easy. It's like a cheat. It's like a skateboard. It is, it's dude. Hand, it's handlebars, it's you know. So. so easy, so easy. I had a question. I wanted. To, I I thought of it at the start. I was trying not because you said um like you like it's it's uh shit this is what i do a lot too like a lot of australians stutter a lot you're good Hey, you want to know what do you, do you, what do you guys call the place where you fill up your car with uh petrol or gas gas station what do you station. call it yeah you want to know what we call it what a servo a servo why is that yeah i don't know it's just like it's like i figured like maybe you wanted to know some australian lingo that one's the weirdest one of like everybody's one, um, like what do you call
0: the windshield on your car windscreen windscreen that's a weird one what about a trash can
1: uh bin a bin yeah okay yeah Yeah, you got some just just weird
0: different shit for sure
1: yeah like well like like, there's like um uh what's another one or like just the fact that we swear in every single sentence like i've been trying my hardest not to because i don't like to swear (laughs) a lot i try not to when i'm talking to like people you know like just not people that like my friends and shit like it's normal but like you know, with you, I didn't want to swear. Like, dude, it's so everyone here. Like, you talked like, the people at the supermarkets. Like, it's a lot of them swear too by accident. <laughs> like, I worked yeah. at one too for a while there. I did the same. Like, people, it's like normal here. Yeah. Like we have we like we swear like we call like we call like um people we don't like to like a lot of Australians will call them uh, and mates like the c word. Yeah, it's we'll one call, of the big ones <laughs> there. Yeah. And we'll call that. We'll call people that we think are the c word mate. Mate is I like an slapped. insult over here.
0: I got slapped when I was a little kid for saying the C word in front of my grandpa. He fucking backhanded me in the face for that shit.
1: But yeah, I (laughs) I, I feel where
0: you're coming from. I worked in skilled trades for like 10, 12 years or so. And then I also worked in a lot of kitchens and factories. So I've just been around people who swear my entire life. And now (laughs) I'm a janitor, so I clean buildings for a living. And so my boss now, he's kind of like on the, you know, he doesn't want people to really swear around him or anything. So I have to be very on point and be like, oh yeah, I freaking, you know, I have to like really <laughs> like catch myself all the time. It's
1: so hard when you're an adult too and you just like, I, yeah. I should be able to say the thing. Uh, I, I worked at Macca's like for it's a, a while. Word. Like, it's a fucking word. It's like, man. I know. It's just like, it's just like, you know, I swore a lot there and I just hear the, the manager, who said that? And it's like, shut up, just let me make yeah. my burgers. Like, like, let me go home, you know, like. But like um yeah like the servo is definitely the weirdest one I think it, it, I I guess it it's from like I I guess they would have serviced cars changed tires there at one point yeah it makes sense makes sense um so it's a weird like we like we can like we merge words together like our sentences go from like normal sentences that's why I'm talking now to like to fucking just gibberish that you can't understand because we just I know. Like, we just understand awesome, each man. other but like it's it's cool like I figured you might have wanted to know some like maybe just a couple words here and there because I feel like you know. It's normal I'm trying for to think us, of like,
0: uh, here in Michigan, we say, "ope" a lot. Like if you're going behind somebody, you're like, Oh, sorry. Like you just, it's just a weird little Michigan thing that we do is like, you say, Oh, I do a lot. that. Yeah. I do and that. Then, but uh, I don't think
1: I've ever heard anyone else here do that. I think I'm we the only say, person we say, in Australia. we say pop
0: a lot too. We say pop instead of soda. That's our little thing here. Oh, so you'll never you're...
1: hear anyone say that here. That is, yeah. We, we usually just go, on. we call everything like Coke, basically. <laughs> like it's just oh, yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola. It's just all that. You'll never hear someone <laughs> say that full word either. Yeah. like and um and mcdonald's is Macca's. Mac, Ma- that's awesome yeah I love that. m-a-c-c-a-s so it's like like fucking except people in the uk where they call it mackies with ies yeah. on the end of it which is we don't we don't accept that as in a as a proper way but yeah, fuck um that. No, jokes are yeah i know look like fucking it's Macca's. um what's the like, what's uh,
0: the like biggest beer in australia what do you guys drink the most
1: i'd say oh it's either carlton carlton dry or draft or it's uh, VB, literally just VB, which I call uh, um, yeah, like I don't, they're little green, ugly little bottles. Um, tastes like shit. It's right. very, very bitter. But um, I think yeah, maybe Carlton Draft. It's a weird name. Um, I don't even think I'm saying. I might not even be saying it right because I've never about, actually said the word. What about cigarettes?
0: Out loud. What about cigarettes? Do you have like a certain brand of cigarettes they smoke in Australia? Um, or is it all Marlboro? Probably and shit, same stuff.
1: No, we only get like one type of Marlboro here, which is um. Those things are really, really, really good. <laughs> when I smoke those, one of my go tos. But um, what I had like, um, it's usually like JPS or like uh, like uh, maybe like a uh, Bond Street is pretty some cheap shit over here or like Pall Mall or whatever, like things oh, like that. Oh, we got Pall like, Mall have here, like... yeah. Oh yeah, like yeah, we um, that we have like a like Winfield too. Do you have that?
0: Uh no, we have. Um, I think they're fuck, what are they called, like, Winchester? No, no, not Winchester. They're, um...
1: What about, like, Horizon or something like that, like?
0: No. Any... My grandma used to smoke some certain kind of cigarettes that were, like... Uh... White Ox? Fuck. No, I can't remember what the fuck they were called. They're... I remember they were in a white pack. There, It was, like, a name, like, Winchester, but it wasn't Winchester. Winston. Winston cigarettes. Oh, Winston. Yeah, no, we yeah, don't... Yeah,
1: Winston's. I've had, like, we, we get, um... What about those really cheap cigarettes? We call them Chop Chops.
0: Um... What do you mean, like little cigars? Or are you talking like normal cigarettes? No,
1: they're so they're um they're really like shitty. I don't ever know a really good way to explain it because they're like they're like low, really low quality cigarettes that you can buy in bulk, so cheap because they're just terrible. Yeah, i do never heard of like because that. they're like. They're they're pretty free. I don't think they've got. Um, I might. Pro- I'm probably going to get corrected because I don't actually know, but I'm pretty sure they've got like less chemicals. They're less processed because they're literally just like it's like the shit off the floor in the factory that someone would come along and scrape it up and then they're selling it as cigarettes. Like that's what they say. Marlboro's so are. They say Marlboro <laughs> cigarettes are that. But that's like um, that's like gold over here. That's like that's like oh, our best cigarette.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, we have like roll your own cigarettes here, where you can buy a big bag of tobacco and a bunch of tubes,
1: and then oh, you have like we a have roller. That, yeah.
0: Yeah, we got that. That's kind of our like version of cheap cigarettes here, but they don't sell anything that's like a cheap. The cheap cigarette you could buy here is called um, Cheyennes, and they're like a little cigar cigarette. So they kind of have, they're, they're little brown cigarettes. They look like a cigar. And they're what like. What's a packet?
1: I... Um... Oh, sorry. What is a packet? Uh, like, what is, say, like, what, do, what are your packets like 20s, 30s, 40s? Stuff like that. Is that what the packets would be like, the amount of cigarettes in them?
0: Just, they're always 20 every time.
1: Okay. So what, what, what would a packet of. Mid-range cigarettes cost you like a twenty pack.
0: I remember when I used to smoke cigarettes, they were like seven dollars and fifty cents, something like that.
1: It's about forty dollars over here.
0: Forty dollars for one pack. And our,
1: and our currency is not that different. So like, what? Well, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a little bit of difference to our currency. It's, it's insane. Every time something goes wrong in the fucking world, they put this price of our cigarettes up for some reason. What like I don't fuck? know why. They've just got man, like two, like five years ago, it was like fifteen bucks, and I like, and bucks is money, by the way. If yeah, you know, yeah. If that. Oh, oh you're like probably lit-
0: yeah. what is your money? Your money is called bucks or what's it called exactly? We
1: call it, we all call it bucks or dollars or fucking something stupid. Yeah, yeah like, okay. We always make random names for it and shit. Like, uh, oh, there's, I had one in my head just then. Um, oh, it'll come to me soon. But yeah, like, yeah. Um. So yeah, like 15, yeah, like like $15 and like, it's been like five, six years since then. And now it's like, yeah, like $35, $40 for like a mid range pack of cigarettes for just twenty-two. So, so-
0: how much? How much is gas right now? There, if you had to buy a gallon of gas, how much would that cost you? Um,
1: because we go by liters, so I'll have to add that up in my head. Uh, right now, oh. it's it's through the roof. We also call yeah. it petrol.
0: Yeah, we've got about it's about <laughs> I think three dollars and fifty cents or something a gallon right now. So, is that really bad?
1: Is that um, like high?
0: No, right? It, it's 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 decently high at the moment. Sometimes oh, like, it goes down to like two seventy a gallon, but. Right A gallon's now, like, like uh, three
1: liters, isn't it? About three liters. You know, me being an American idiot, I have no
0: idea on the top of my head. To be honest <laughs> with you, I'm really I think sorry. it's
1: about. I think it's about three liters. I. I, I can. I'll, I'll. Shit. I'll just look. Oh no! I'm not even gonna look it up. I'll just. I'm pretty sure. So I'm gonna let's say I, say I if have it,
0: another phone right next to me here,
1: but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I. I got my phone here. So let's go.
0: You heard it here first, guys, on the podcast. Three about three and a half, millions.
1: three and a okay. half liters. About that, so three and a half so, liters is a gallon. So that here would be a liter is about at our servo. I mean, petrol gas station here. Um, it's about mm-hmm. a, a dollar and 55, 60 cents maybe. So, well, so
0: you're about the yeah. same, a little bit more, but
1: yeah, about I'd say about four dollars for if it will go on in, in gallons. Um, so terrible. it's pretty. That's usually, well, when COVID really got, you know, hit, when we got hit hard with it here, it was down below a dollar. It was about so 80 it, cents. It, it was yeah, awesome, it man. Because I had to work at, I had to work night shifts. So I was the only one on the roads. So I got the whole road to myself. I could fucking, you know, I go to the petrol station and fill my car up. Like I could fill it up three times over. And now like, it's just like, oh my God, how the hell am I going to get to like work tomorrow? <laughs> like yeah. it's just, shit's just so expensive, but I'm pretty know, sure we're like, going to get screwed again.
0: Last, last night I went and filled up my tank. It was 54 bucks, I think, to fill it up, which like, it's not terrible. I I drive a van. So it's like 18 gallons or something like that. But i drive Not like a terrible. 30
1: year old freaking car that is just like it's it barely runs a window doesn't go down anymore the aircon works but everything else doesn't the radio doesn't even fucking turn on but like Dude, it's good it, on we're fuel in the same so.
0: boat here my, my window's broken in my van too it fell down in the door and i just taped up oh my god it
1: sucks <laughs> doesn't it it happened to me the other day and it was fucking raining and i just went to yeah. wind the window up a little bit the thing fell off the rail and just dropped into the door and it was just like pissing right i was like oh no it's yeah. like it's the driver's window too it can't be any other window it always has to I be know, the driver's right? side window. now i gotta
0: open my door if i ever have to go get something anywhere it's like can't just roll my window down anymore it's annoying
1: yeah no more drive throughs or anything it's nope. just it like yeah, helps me too out em.
0: though because then i'm like i don't want to go to the drive-thru anyway fuck that yeah
1: keep, it keeps you away from the i haven't been to get like far i haven't even thought about fast food since because i'm just too embarrassed to get out of the freaking car <laughs> like yeah. it just sucks but um, um have you ever seen snow ever seen snow i've seen snow once my whole in, life
0: in australia or were you somewhere else
1: yeah in australia yeah It was in um it was in the town i went to the city i was talking about that i traveled to for the first time um yeah. uh, i used to go i went to high school there in my first two years i was i was uh there um i think in year eight uh, it started snowing and i was like fuck this so i ditched school and went to the local playground where like the snow was piling up and me and my friend we just went there and just like Found a bunch of snowmen that someone made and they left. So we were like smashing them and stuff. It was really cool. Like it's the first <laughs> time I seen it. it was, it was absolutely real. It was really low snow. It was like nothing yeah. compared to what like what would be like maybe where you live or like I don't even know where it would snow here to be honest with you. I, 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 right, it like, it's so warm there. I don't imagine ever being snowy, you know? It was like 40 degrees here the other day, which sucked so bad, which is yeah. like um to Fahrenheit. What would that be? Cause you guys go by uh, that. Yeah, yeah, we're on,
0: we're on Fahrenheit so again i'm a dumb american i have no idea the conversion rate for um, celsius to fahrenheit
1: 105, 105 wait what 105 would it would be in yours your degrees
0: uh, outside like that's yeah how hot yeah it was holy shit yeah that's really so, hot
1: it was about 40 41 there was two days where it was so fuck. oh it sucked man i just had to stay in so i couldn't you couldn't even go like the air cons don't do anything it's just like dude. like the whole cut like i looked on the the map for like where the heat was like it has like this little heat thing and the yeah. whole middle of australia was just fucking dark red it was like <laughs> 50 it was like there's places where it's like 50 degrees it was hot I, like, this country is just i don't see how the hell we live on this place it's just dude it's just like full of dangerous fucking animals and hate and shit it's just like dude all right so let me
0: explain michigan for one second michigan is most of the year like in the summertime it doesn't get over like 80 degrees so it's nice it's you know you had a 100 degree day like that's almost unheard of here and then in the winter time it gets down sometimes to like negative 10 negative 15 um so it gets pretty cold but like lately it's been in the like 30s like 30 degrees 32 or like down into like the like high teens like 18 19 degrees so but it also snows a lot so like you'll just be at work and there'll be no snow on the ground and then you get out of work and there's like three inches of snow that you have to drive home in and you're like everybody's going five miles an hour and like flipping all over the fucking road and shit but um and you have to buy snow tires here and there's just like you have to wait you have to like go out 10 minutes early if you're going to leave somewhere and like scrape your car off of snow because there's like a fucking inch of ice all around your car and <laughs> oh it's, it's just a
1: pain in the ass dude it sucks michigan's brutal. i really oh man I, I i've always wanted to be somewhere where it snows and then like you're right like all that shit is just kind of like it's hot as hell here but like i can get in my car and go like i don't have to fuck it well i usually have to check if there's any water left in the thing or a snake in my engine bay or something like that right. like Usually it's pretty, it's pretty chill. Like I've had a snake hanging around my fucking door um, yeah, the last dude. couple of days, which has been shitting me. But um, aside from that, it's been all right. This summer hasn't been too bad. Well, the whole country was on fire like a year or two ago.
0: Yeah. I heard about that. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like there was one outside my pat like, I, uh, cause if I look out my window, like if I went into the kitchen, looked at, there's nothing over there. It's just, just land. So it's really yeah. peaceful. But because it's just all grass, like there was this massive fire that just swept across the whole thing and it scared the shit out of me. I hate fires um but that was like my closest experience to it And like it rained here that whole year like uh in that year that was on fire like it rained a couple times and the rain was black oh my god from the smoke from like all the way from the top of australia down to like where i'm because i'm in like the bottom bit yeah um, like so it was just yeah it's like this place is just uh it's it's uh, it's it's tough to live in <laughs> a lot of the time i, I have a know? question
0: i have a kind of a, a personal question what was your childhood like Growing
1: up in Australia. Um, oh, well, oh, my childhood was kind of not a very, I didn't have a very good one. It wasn't really anything to do with the, the plate of the country or anything like that. Um, the culture here is, um, as I went into a little bit before, kind of odd. Yeah. Um, but still, we're, it's mostly nice people. You know, everyone, every, every place has got their their group of people. We call them Eshes here. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of the terrible stabby at the train station type of people. Um, yeah we call yeah. them
0: gangsters here
1: <laughs> oh yeah so it's the same thing man they hang around the train station probably yep. do cigarettes or whatever um so we had a lot of those but i never had any bad experiences with them when i was a kid or nothing i just um like if you want to get into it like if you if you want to like to have a little bit of a um talk about that um, yeah we're
0: at we're at an hour and 12 minutes right now i'm thinking of going to like an hour and a half if we want to go farther we can i'm kind of just like Willy nilly on the time, I don't care. I mean, people listen if they want to listen. You know what I mean? I like oh, cool. talking. Okay,
1: good man. I didn't. I just didn't want to. Yeah, I just didn't want to like uh, screw it up by talking about too much. Um, no, like, no worries. Well, my own, dumb, my own, uh, like stupid shit. I always say. Um, yeah, like so. Well, yeah, specific. Like that would uh, all my fear and stuff would have come from my early childhood. I um, I grew up with my grandparents, mm-hmm. and my my parents. Um, I won't refer to them as anything on this, just to keep um, to keep it simple. I refer to Wait, my grandparents as my parents. Um, so like, you know, they had me when they were 15 though. So they weren't capable of looking after me. Fair enough. Um, my dad, he, he fucked off for a bit and then, um, my mum didn't want to deal with the, uh, like child services, we call them DHS here. They were prodding around and like making sure like they were just constantly like harassing. And I guess that was just a bit too much for a child to deal with. So, um, they, they left for a bit and I was just here. I grew up pretty pretty normal i'd say like a, a few mistakes in who was who to me was apparent like i didn't really know who the hell i never called anyone mum or dad i've never had anyone to call that so that was a bit weird but um i grew up pretty normal you know yeah and then they came back into my life when i was about you know i got a bit older i stayed there like once every couple of months or something like on the weekend or something just the same didn't really care kind of just wanted to come back here you know like i liked it out here i got the discipline i needed you know i got i got you know we, i got that hard ass like you know shit that you, like how old are you like what
0: 27
1: so did you you got you probably got a smack when you were a kid like did you get oh yeah <laughs> you, yeah you got the back yeah i got the back of the hand a lot um which people don't get now but i think i needed I got the it belt, man
0: i got the I get <laughs> oh that fucking, get oh, the fucking spoon belt. too <laughs> i laughed at my mom one day she sp- she spanked me with her hand and i laughed at her so then she went and got the belt and spanked me and was, she's like you're laughing now huh I'm like, Fuck, <laughs> it just, it was, it didn't work out yeah that way, so yeah but it,
1: it like it's it's like when you think about it, it's like oh that was kind of shit but then you realize like it makes you into a it gives you the discipline you needed you know you like yeah. i feel like i needed it i wouldn't do that to my kid but like you know Fuck like I, I think i could use my words pretty good but um you know that was just how it was back then so like you know, I, I got the discipline I needed. I just didn't get the care. Like I, I was just, I had no leash on me. I was just, I was, you know, I was the kid that would ride my bike with my friends. At, well, I was like 10 o'clock, the street lights would come on. They'd be like, their mums would be calling them. And I'd be like, still sitting there. I'd be like, "Yep." well, I don't know what the fuck to do. Cause no one's going to call me.
0: I had the same life, I, man.
1: Yeah. I had to cook my own food from a really young age. You know, like I remember I didn't realize I'd stay at friends houses and I didn't realize I was like, what the fuck? This person just put a plate of food in front of me. Like I was so used to doing that myself, you know, like I didn't mind. It was just the, just the lack of like people that were even like really here to be there. Like uh, when I was really little, that's all, all I got was a hand. Like, so I got the discipline, I guess, for the start, but I needed it more when I was a teenager. I was really, I really needed the leash. You know, I got into some bad shit. Like, well, it's not really that bad. I just got into trouble with the police a lot. Like I was, trespassing on people's properties a lot, like on abandoned houses and shit like that. Yep. Which um for funny funny enough they class as burglary for some reason. Even though me and my little friend we didn't we never took anything, you know, so I got like, you know, I got a police record for shit like that. Um which really sucked. That was about when I was like I dropped out of school. I was after that. You know, is when my um my phobia started kicking in there, but I didn't know what it was, so I was just like you yeah. know, I was just real scared. I guess I was just playing up because I didn't have anyone, you know, to talk to or nothing like that. But it's not their like they had a lot of kids like they just everyone else turned out like normal so i guess they just they expected me to do the same but like um it got a bit complicated when i realized that there was a lot of shit i didn't know you know like so like people i refer to as sister and brother actually aren't an uncle Mm. just because we're that you know we're close it's it's such a it's such a twisted ass, it's so like I hate explaining it just for the sake, like, because I, I I contradict myself so much. You know, I say like, oh parents, and then they go, wait, do your grandparents or your parents? I'm just like, oh, I don't even fucking know anymore. But um, okay. yeah, like so it was it was a bit difficult growing up. Like, I didn't really want anything to do with them either, you know. Like, um, I did uh, stay with my my actual parents uh, in the first two years of high school and I hated it there. I just wanted to come back here, man. I fucking hated it. I lived in a shitty house um and then the shitty neighborhood. I couldn't go it's a type of place you couldn't you couldn't walk around as a teenager by yourself,
0: right?
1: You know, like at, not not at night time. At like getting to, in the morning, it, I guess it was fine for me, um, because I used to walk to school. But at night time, no fucking way. Like, or we're getting getting later, like three o'clock. Nah, fuck that. That's when the crackheads come out. You know, right, yeah, so it's like, like that. it was awful, man. You know, like so. I just wanted to get out of there, and then the first day, of year nine, my anxiety hit. I was still living there, and that's when I said, like before I mentioned, I couldn't be there anymore. So I stood one foot in the school. And I fucking I left. I I fucking sat in that bed until my grandmother picked me up, picked me back here where I felt like I belonged. And then um, a lot with that, like I was about fourteen when that happened. So a lot of uh, you know mental health just got worse because I didn't want I didn't want to go back to school, and no one took me seriously. I was in and out of therapy as a child and as a teenager, and they just I never I never got diagnosed with anything. I'm pretty sure I got ADHD. I know I got depression. I know I got anxiety and i know i got a metaphobia you know like but i they never fucking they never told me i just would be playing on the ground with some toys while this this lady's in the corner writing notes Mm -hmm. you know watching me i guess um
0: but prescribing some pills yeah (laughs) basically basically
1: man exactly and i just hated it so like i they eventually gave up on me and they just let me sleep i just would stay up all night i would uh go out and fuck around my friend on my bike because that's all I wanted to do it's all I felt comfortable doing you know like I was I was basically anorexic I reckon I weighed I was about the height I am now I'm pretty short I'm only about five eight five nine but I reckon right. I weighed about 45 kilos which it's is like 90 it's so like 90 I'd pounds. say about yeah about 90 about 80 something eighty 80 90 pounds so yeah. really really light fragile like bones so I was so fucking unhealthy and it was just the worst thing and and then um sorry to keep going on i just no please i I want to hear about it yeah so like i I got really bad like i had this uh long story short ex-girlfriend that just completely ruined me when i was about 16 and i was just getting into my shit too i was starting to exercise eat better the phobia wasn't as intense you know i I the phobia i didn't know i had still i only learned at about 16 um like when i was just about to turn 17 i realized like i actually started doing research um so I didn't even know I had it then but yeah like everything was getting better you know I was healthy I was gaining muscle weight I had my girlfriend and then she uh she just every single weekend uh, there was this weird thing where she'd she'd break up with me or threaten me that she was gonna you know maybe uh commit suicide or something yeah. like that and I knew it wasn't serious but I had to take it seriously it's like yeah. I, I you can't joke around with stuff like that and I wasn't one to joke around I was like I was like okay okay fine 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 I'll I'll I'll, I'll leave you alone and she would go party with these guys down the road. I'd hear, all, I'd hear it too, because they lived just down the road. I'd hear every, I'd be outside. I'd fucking hear them all screaming and having fun, like they every weekend, man. And then the next day, she would come back and go, if you don't take me back, basically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, um, like I, 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 what the fuck, like, uh, what do I do? Right. So I kept just, I had to keep going with this shit for six months, and I basically just said, I've had enough of this shit, and I told her mum to come pick her up. And I, I like she like she had to pick up in the car like they were fighting in my driveway and everything. I was like, oh fuck me. So I just I walked down the road. I was like, I had enough. And then I met this girl, the girl I'm with now. And like, I hate that it's I, the only thing I hate about it is just that my happiness belongs. It resides so much in a person, and it's not so much in myself. Or at least yeah. it wasn't at that point. You know, like because when I when I met her, it's everything fucking changed. You know, the sun started shining and shit just got better. I got a job. I pulled my head in. I, even the phobia like basically just like you know like after I, that was a point in the time when i knew it i knew what it was by then i was I about was 17 you know like i didn't know anyone else had it but i had a pretty basic grasp on it and it just kind of went away you know like how did you find better.
0: out that how did you find out about it like did you search up stuff online about it or yeah yeah, some, yeah so like
1: one of those one of those weekends where my ex was uh fucking around or whatever she was doing um I don't mean to put such a bad picture on her, either, so I'm never going to mention her name or nothing. But you know, she doesn't. No worries. Know, so no who worries. cares? Um, but so yeah, I, I one of those weekends I got really um, it was when I had a, uh, one of those uh, pains in my lower right abdomen. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, and I was like, fuck, 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 what is this? And I, I was certain it was real because I felt real symptoms. Yeah. Knew- it turned out to be nothing. It was just my anxiety planner. But I searched up, you know, the appendicitis, and then I seen the symptoms. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit! I don't want, I don't want to get sick. That scares the crap out of me. I, I haven't even yeah. thought about it for. Man. Yeah, appendicitis then I, is a scary thing. It's it's horrible. Like I had a sister with that shit, and she says it's like it's fine you know it's quick as hell you barely even know you're going in the hospital then you're out you know yep. but i'm still it like is, Fuck it, that. it is
0: really it is a quick procedure nowadays They don't even have to cut you open like it's oh it's a it key is, way
1: it's tiny yeah
0: they just stab a couple of things in you pull your shit out and you're good to go like it is very I don't simple even you think can you'd, be awake during it yeah,
1: yeah i don't think i put you asleep it's like a, it's like it's like a, a, the quickest surgery probably yep. you can do it is a like very so surgery so, so just to so make you feel a little more yeah. comfortable
0: if i can yeah
1: yeah so i i don't mean to, i hope i'm not scaring anyone because i'm like comfortable with these words now because like but i I don't want to like because everyone's on a different path you know in a different point, point in their journey i know, try so. to put
0: big disclaimers at the beginning if it's something's terrible but honestly nowadays i kind of just want people to hear this stuff you know it's like
1: everyone starts getting exposure. a little more
0: yeah normal with it because it's like you can't run away from these words forever you got to start getting comfortable with them soon enough you know
1: well you're so. in that um i'm probably um Oh, hang on. Wait. So uh, I was at like, I don't know. Any, yeah. But like um, with the well, yeah, when I, when I found out, like I, cause I was looking up the symptoms and I seen that and um, you know, obviously it was like, oh, I got scared about that. I was like, oh shit, that's the worst part. I don't want to deal with that. Um, and I started looking up, I was like, why am I so afraid of getting sick? Why am I, mm-hmm. why don't I want to throw up? Why haven't I thrown up in six plus years? Cause it was, yeah. it's been a while. It was, it was a while before then um, until I was about 19 as I, as I said before. So um. And then I come across that. I come across those words. Emetophobia. And there was absolutely fuck all information on it. It was like it's been it was like it didn't exist in five years yeah. ago. It was like it didn't, you know, there was absolutely no one I there was no support group, not that one I could find anyways. There was absolutely nothing. And I seen I found one article and it was just about having antacids in your pocket. And I was like, shit, I do that. And mm-hmm. I've been doing that for ages. And it's like the one thing, the one tip I got was if you would if if you ever feel like nauseous or anything, just ask yourself this. Would you like go bungee jumping, go on a roller coaster, go on a on a go skydiving or something for a, a million dollars right now? And if you answered yes, you probably aren't sick and you're probably just anxious. But like I guess that could work for people. It never it worked for me a few times and I realized hang on, like I realized how real the symptoms can feel, even if they're not actually real. So yeah. that, I guess it, it, it could work, it could not. But it, it worked for me a little bit, but that was it. That was the only information. So I had basically had to just put it in the back of my head to forget about it because I felt, so yeah. I didn't feel like there was there was no one. I couldn't talk to anyone. I just felt like I was like, fuck, I'm the only person. I didn't even think I found out the name for it, to be honest with you. I don't even know if I actually seen the name. I just think I just seen like a, a rational thing of, of uh, throwing up whatever. So I don't even know if I found out a name. I, I just felt like I was stuck. I was alone. Yeah. So I basically had to just put it in the back of my mind and ignore it as best as I could, um, because I was working and I just found, you know, like the basically what I would call the love of my life. I was like, holy shit, this is great. So everything was going good. So I didn't really, I, I, it just stopped bothering me, you know, so much. So I didn't yeah. do Something anything to, to focus
0: know. on for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like I didn't do anything about it, which is probably why it come back in, in its force that it did, because it fucking hit me pretty hard. Um, mm-hmm. t- like it's, it's, it was pretty, pretty bad. Like. Um, but yeah, like so, like that's why I like that support group. You're in that support group on Facebook, aren't you? I believe so. Yeah, I started yeah. my
0: own too, but I don't think anybody's really in it. So it's so hard
1: because well. there's such a like the population of people that have it. Like most of them either don't want to talk about it, are embarrassed about it, or they're too scared. They or like something like there's just so much like it's like one of the most like this fear is one of the worst just because like you can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. like that's why you can't run away like because with like heights you can you can not go up the the fucking stairs or you if you don't like spiders if someone takes that spider away you're good Mm -hmm. you know like not disc, you know not not discounting these phobias because they're real they really are real so people like uh, like i hope there's no people that like they don't have to do with your actual
0: physical body that's the yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. basically
1: yeah that's you said it better than i did so like you know like that's that's why this one sucks so much and i feel like a lot of people don't want to speak up about it like Mm -hmm. they don't want to tell their friends they don't want to tell because it's like it's kind of like uh, it sounds bad it's not something to be embarrassed about but it's kind of embarrassing to think about like yeah until you let go of your like (laughs) um ego and stuff you know like
0: i gotta say too like I like the support (laughs) groups and I'm all about the support and everything, but those support groups kind of irk me a little bit. They make me a little bit mad because um, it it um, seems like a lot of, and I I hate to say just women, but it it is mostly women. I have not seen many men on any of these support groups, but they'll just be on there. Like I ate some meat. Does this look like it's cooked enough? And it's like a photo
1: of like a, yeah,
0: like a perfectly cooked burger or something. I'm like, dude, I just, for me, it's like, what is, what are you trying to accomplish here? Like people are going to, tell you a bunch of different answers. Cause they're not with you. I, I don't know. I, I get it. Cause like I've been in the same boat and I just want answers and I want help. And I want to talk to people. I just think they're asking the wrong questions. They're not um, asking not, how can I get better and how can I deal with my emetophobia? They're exactly. more or less just like dancing around problems they're having during the day and trying to get a specific answer for one little tiny problem that they're having. And I just, I think it's way bigger than that. And it's like, you got to really it's work aid yeah. yeah. The band aid thing is huge. And it's like, Let's not do the Band-Aid thing anymore. Let's try to get onto the actual root of the problem and get past it. You know, it's like, that's the biggest part of all this. And that's what I had to do because I did the Band-Aid thing forever. I'd be like, well, I'm just not going to eat that thing anymore because I got nauseous one time when I ate it. But in all reality, you should start eating more of it to show your body that you're fine. And it's like that one little time you got nauseous is the one little time you got nauseous. And it wasn't even because of the food. It's because something happened in your brain and you just wouldn't stop thinking about how you're going to get nauseous. So you got nauseous. It's like, you know, it's just this never ending cycle with yourself. And it's like, it's nothing to do with the things that are around you. The food doesn't matter. None of it matters. Cause I switched my diet. I couldn't even eat fruits and vegetables for the longest time because they would give me like acid in my throat a little bit and make me feel nauseous. No, I eat them every day and night, all day and night. I can eat literally anything I want. Nothing is a scary food anymore. Nothing makes me feel like I'm going to be nauseous the only thing that does is ravioli i will never eat ravioli again in my life but just because it is disgusting and it's not good for you anyway but goddamn ravioli is like that's my one food that really
1: scares me still i can't get rid of ravioli i can't deal with um mince meat no yeah and that shit just ir- there's something about that i used to love it like with tacos and spaghetti and stuff like that shit i can't deal with that so that's why one thing there's no reason i just hate it i just fucking yeah. hate it i just want it to go away <laughs> <laughs> you know it sucks but you're exactly right no dude i couldn't have said it better myself with that it's, it's literally like it's frustrating and i have a metaphor myself and i see it in those groups or i had to mute the group I, i'm in it still because yeah. i like to i like to go in it every now and again and then i go hell, this is kind of making me a bit anxious like just even seeing it, this group. it it's like, does like, doesn't it drives it? me nuts like it yeah. and i feel so bad because like i was in that stage where i was posting in that group like myself i post in there like every week or two like like mm. for a couple of weeks like for maybe like two months straight i was just like fuck like it wasn't about food It was just about general symptoms things that I knew a lot of people experienced in there because I've seen the post beforehand but I just it's like I wanted to be told I was going to be okay even though they have no fucking clue if I have eaten something like that I could have touched like I could have like you know they don't know what I've eaten like it even if it like you know like food is it's not something you can be a you can't like always be 100% certain it's never going to be possible you know, yeah, it's so like,
0: specific to the situation yeah it's yeah. like
1: yeah it's like it's just like i cooked this for like a like you know like this amount of time it's like you're gonna be good it's all good you know and i, I was one of those people so that's why like i know it doesn't help it just makes you worse it makes you want to go back every fucking time you feel like you want to you feel like a burp in your throat like or like yeah. you feel like your stomach is bloated because like it just happens you know it just sometimes that shit just happens and i was so Sorry. bad for that man and like um i just Cat's i just hope that me. like Oh, that's, that's good. I can't let my cat outside. He's really pissed at me at the moment because he doesn't, I don't want him to get bitten by that snake. Oh, dude. I just, <laughs> like, you have emetophobia. Imagine, like, all right, I got to say this right now.
0: There's a bunch of people that live in the UK or in the United States or anywhere else but Australia. They have it fucking made with the anxiety. You live in a place that literally wants to kill you 24-7. Oh, yeah, man. On top of having emetophobia, man. Like, I just, I cannot imagine. Like, right now, the worst thing that could do, like, happen to me is a bunch of wolves would tear me apart. And honestly, the wolves would probably be more afraid of me than I am of them. So, it's like, at the end of the day, like, Michigan is the safest place. We have bears here. Bears, wolves, and coyotes. Those are the scariest things we have. And maybe, like, a cougar. But all those things don't want to have anything to do with you. They want to get the yeah. Fuck they just away leave you the fuck instant. alone. Yeah, they don't want to be around you at all. Like I've They're seen, do they fuck.
1: really bear? Like I've seen a video of a bear, like a cat going a bear, like it's like, mm-hmm. it's, like it's like it's like it's try. the bear just runs off. and Like fuck it, that's cute. That's so yeah. good. No, but we have yeah. everything. Like, I guarantee, there is a dangerous spider, like a, a spider that could kill and me ten feet away now. from you at any moment. Like literally. Yeah like and so. it's like why the fuck is a spider as big as my fingertip a tiny little spider got enough venom to kill me that's so stupid.
0: everybody everybody who has a metaphobia <laughs> right now that's not in australia i don't want to hear it anymore you don't have to deal with deadly spiders and snakes you're okay <laughs> everything's gonna be fine it's,
1: like <laughs> life, right? it's so bad like, and like even like um okay like even like oh, there's so much shit like i wish i um Actually, i sure remember that even just like the terrain around here just wants to kill you, you know, <laughs> like it's so bad, like the potholes and shit, like the forest, like we got a state forest and just branches just drop off the trees and like at this time of year, they just break off and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh like, yeah, even the fires, just like there's fires randomly start in the middle of nowhere, like oh man, it's, it's, hot, it's, and dry, as, man. it's hot and dry, man, hot and dry. hot, yeah, the, the heat is the worst, is the worst part, I love it. I'm going to complain when it gets to winter, man, because I get really, I get depressed in the wintertime. I think I have that seasonal thing, um, yeah. like you get bit, a bit sadder do in those sure. times, yeah, but I, too. I, yeah, so I get a bit down then, you get a bit like cozy, you just kind of want to stay inside and like distract yourself from the ugly skies, but like, you know, um, I'm going to be probably a lot happier this year in that time because it has been fucking hot. I hate snakes and I hate spiders and like every any time it gets hot man like you know like you gotta like close your doors and have like bug spray near you because like I don't like to kill the spiders and stuff I I don't really like hurting animals and shit like that but some of those things man I'm not having that bastard crawling up on me in the middle of the night no thanks like you get squashed if you're in my room okay like get out yeah
0: no way unless it's
1: like a big spider like the big ones i generally even though i'm so scared of them i generally pick them up like with a bucket or something and try to take them outside because i like them i like the they're called huntsman spiders i don't know if you guys have it's like yeah they're like the size of a dinner um, plate man they're huge yeah they're huge but they're kind of cute like they they gallop along the ground they don't like they don't scurry like (laughs) i love spiders but that sounds
0: (laughs) fucking scary man
1: oh Oh, my god (laughs) No they they they're chill like they don't have um I don't think they have any venom so they're pretty harmless and they don't have yeah. webs. I don't think they can spin webs. Um I'm pretty sure they, they just can't. gallop so, like... like horses along our terrain. Oh they fuck <laughs> oh they're so quick though. I hate I hate how fast <laughs> yeah. they are like cause, like they love clothes too. Like like hanging like you go outside to get your washing off the line man and there's probably going to be a spider in it. Like it's just <sighs> like That just goes
0: to everybody who's got a metaphobia, man. Just know you've got it good. You don't live in Australia.
1: I I would, yeah, I'd be taking the next plane out of here. Like I'm fucking over it. You know, like we had floods not long ago and the floods there's on the news. There's just videos of this fucking fence. that's just black. And it's like, hang on, that's covered in spiders. it's literally like the fence is jittering and shit like it's like horrible like i hope no one has arachnophobia listening to this because that would like irk it scares the crap uh, out of hearing hearing
0: the the term galloping spider like a horse that is terrifying i that (laughs) that gives me arachnophobia and i don't have it
1: yeah that's holy shit so. yeah it it is pretty terrifying it's if they're outside it's kind of but when they're in your room man it's really not ideal <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. well
0: hey we're getting a, about an hour and a half is there anything else you want to say before we head off this this show um anything yeah, you want to uh, let let out before we go
1: maybe not just about myself but specific, specifically for the people that may be in like a really bad place at the moment that might be listening to this is just like um as cliche as it is everybody will tell you that you're going to get through it but like like once you, you you'll get to a point where like and it might take it could take you a week or a month or a year or two years or five years but hopefully not five years probably like maybe a couple of months like usually right um mm-hmm. you're going to get to that point where like you realize your true strength that you have you know like when you're going to be at your lowest point i remember i was I couldn't even. I was sitting on my deck. I was crying. I was in tears, man. I was probably listening to that episode I told you about before, you know, just trying to get some fucking strength. And I said, "Fuck this! Fuck this! You're gonna have that point one day." You fuck this. I couldn't even leave my house at this point, right? And but I did. I got. I, I threw my phone on the fucking ground. I, I walked off in a fit. I lit a cigarette. You know, I was smoking at the time, and I just walked. I walked for like an hour. I walked as far as way as I could because I didn't even have a car at this point. I was like. And I just realized I got I got to the, my destination, which was nowhere. And I, re- I turned around, I was like, holy fuck, I just walked away from my house. And I couldn't do that, you know, like you, it's it's always, you have the strength there. It's just sometimes it takes you to be like, I guess, pushed or like when you want to, you know, like you can sit down and, and, and relax and just chill and, and suffer. But like one day you're going to be pushed or you're going to decide like that, that strength is going to come through and you're going to be able to get through it though, like you can get through it it's just it, it's hard as fuck but it it's worth it it really yeah. is like i i can't believe i'm a human again i can't believe i exist again i feel like real i'm happy mm. man you know like, like just a
0: normal to, you know, human being again. yeah right? that's what i we feel. Say.
1: <laughs> you know and i still feel like shit sometimes but that's unrelated mm. you know i feel like i barely even think about that other shit now like that phobia like what phobia huh that yeah. like, that'll take me yeah tomorrow i'll think about it then you know right now i got other stuff to do you know like it's you can get through it i just i yeah. just want anyone that like feels like you're lost or anything like i promise like you can fucking do it yeah okay you like can. you know like whatever you need to do to get through it basically just like you were you're going to be able to do it though it doesn't matter how long you just got to have some faith in yourself even if it, if it all feels lost cuz i know i felt like fucking i felt like a ghost for yeah. months but you can do it, it took, you know? dude
0: and I, it took me eight to ten years to get to where i'm at right now just just constant working on this and never giving up on it you know so i mean it, some of us it's a little faster some it's a little longer but yeah it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort but at the end of the day like it's totally worth it because we can't get rid of the emetophobia but we can become friends with it you know what i mean that's where i'm at it's like you might as well yeah. just become friends with your enemies at this point
1: oh s- sorry i don't want to i want to add this on too i read that emetophobia manual book too. I recommend mm-hmm. it to everybody. There is one section in there that defi- uh, it explains that if you what you're going to have setbacks a bunch, there's going to be so many times where you fucking get pushed back, you feel like you've pushed, been pushed back to a wall and you feel like all your efforts gone to nothing, but it's not how it is. It'll it'll disappear. You'll you can get back into. It's like muscle memory, you know, mm-hmm. like you can jump back in. But don't talk to yourself. Don't don't like don't get angry at yourself for if you fuck up if you drive somewhere and you can't go in that supermarket or if you drop your groceries you want to get out or you or you can't even eat your breakfast you know don't mm-hmm. get angry at yourself it's visualize it as something else like a fucking something bugging you like it could be anything it could be a cartoon character or anything like visualizing that as like a like you're a little demon in your head telling you that shit like as something else other than yourself it will help you take the blame away from you because you don't need to blame yourself you shouldn't blame yourself at all no matter no. what no matter, no matter why you shouldn't you, you blame the mirror blame blame the grass like just create something that you can blame that's not yourself and it will help yeah, that's you a good idea heaps you know like, i had to do that and it, i still to the, you know i still mess up sometimes like with stuff like when i get depressed or anything like that I'll, I'll i'll blame i'll be like no don't blame myself like blame that idiot inside my head that dickhead that lives in there that's just like a pain in the ass and like you envision it as whatever whatever you know it could be a fish whatever you know it doesn't matter but like it's just not yourself like blaming yourself is just it it pushes you so far down it's just it's not necessary you know it's it's so hard Mm -hmm. not to do but it's it really helps when you you know you can get out of that habit
0: it gives you something to battle with other than yourself exactly yeah that's what's cool yeah so you're not just like man i'm such an idiot it's like no that little demon in my fucking head's an idiot i'm awesome i'm gonna be fine that's what's cool about that i like that idea a lot also
1: don't get stuck talking it for too long (laughs) <laughs> when you talk yes. for it to too long you, you'd take your eyes off the road you know like basically like yes that. i really recommend reading that book to anyone anyone um that is uh in need of yeah. something i i nearly read the whole thing i i, I kind of dropped it but i wish i did it's so helpful
0: yeah i'll it's i'm gonna really start linking book. that in my show notes in, on everything and you said it's the metaphobia handbook
1: uh metaphobia, metaphobia? manual handbook or manual, something yeah okay, like yeah. that yeah. it's like the white label and orange um yep, orange yep. uh it's it, I think it's one of the only Metaphobia books. It's really, it's fucking great. Yeah. The last episode it's, it's,
0: she was talking yeah. about the same thing. So it's awesome. It's, it's, it's awesome, awesome,
1: man. Like it helped me heaps. Like with, with, with your, your podcast and that book, man, I'm fucking unstoppable. You know, like, you it's know, really it's, 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 it's good, man. It's good combination. So anyone out there that needs that, I, I suggest that book. Um, I'm pretty sure I didn't buy a hardcover though. Make sure you buy a hardcover because the ebook is kind of whack. Right. <laughs> better, yeah. better with the paperback, you know?
0: Is there um anywhere that you want people to go to find you if you wanted to share some social media or anything?
1: Um, I do mess around and make a little music here and there. I don't make anything original because I'm lazy, but I have recently started to make my own stuff. So if you want to f- uh, find me on Instagram, my name is at uh, j jesse j as just j a y no space jesse as just j e s s s e because someone else already stole the normal one. Got so the I the s. S's. S's. All right. No yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So if you want to follow me, it doesn't really matter if you do or don't because I don't really do much there. But um you know maybe i'll maybe i'll have an album out one day
0: yeah that's awesome man well hey it's been an amazing time talking to you thank you so much for coming on the oh, podcast. i've loved all the, of it man i the the really first appreciate australian it australian ever on the podcast so exciting
1: i love it oh, yeah, i can't yeah. wait to watch it back and hear all the like the audio things i've done like bumping the mic and stuff and yeah i know me too i've been <laughs> bumping mine on my sweatshirt. Like, it's, so, it's so hard man oh but I've I'll loved everything. It. I appreciate the offer. Like, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that I got to come on and, and talk to you yeah. and I've been wanting to for ages, you know, but I just like, I'm so, I'm so happy about it. Like I really, you know, you're doing a really good thing with this podcast and I'm, you know, I'm going to keep listening to all the episodes you put out. Cause it's just, you know, one of a kind, man, you need to keep going with this shit because it helps so many more people than, you know.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, man. You have a wonderful day and uh, we might have a part two sometime. I'll hit you up for that.
1: Hopefully man. Well, I appreciate it either way, man. And um, um, keep safe, you know, have a good one. All right. You too. See
0: See, I told you that was going to be an awesome episode. Um, yeah, Jaden's super cool. Uh, if you want to follow him, he has a music Instagram that you could go follow. It's Jesse with three S's. So J-E-S-S-S-E. Um, super duper cool guy. Like I said, really enjoyed having him on the podcast. If you guys want to find me, I'm over on www.emetaphobias.com. I have a ton of blog posts on there. There's a buy me a coffee link. There's a um, live chat if you want to talk to each other on there, like little chat room type thing. The chats delete after 24 hours. I thought that was a pretty cool little feature. Um, you can send anything to my email at the emetophobiapodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send a blog post or some photos, or you just want to say hello and uh, give me some feedback on the podcast, that would be great. Um, you could also rate and review and subscribe on Apple podcasts or on um, uh, Spotify. And I really look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for all the support and we'll see you on the next podcast. Peace.
1: let worry. Let's not worry. In, In the past, with the ametophobia. Oh.